Welcome to the Talent Talk with Robert Walters podcast, where we speak to business leaders around the globe to bring you the latest trends and insights from the world of work. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the inaugural Leadership Lessons with Robert Walters podcast, recording on a fairly mediocre 14 degrees in, in South London. Over the coming months, we're going to be speaking with leaders across the Robert Walters UK leadership team, along with industry guests, discussing their career successes, advice, and to get their quick take on what they're doing and seeing in the market. I'm Sam Walters, Director of the Robert Walters uh, London business, and joining us today, we have Isan Hack, Global Head of Legal and Compliance at Hamilton Capital Holding. Isan trained and qualified with Slaughter Main 2002, and throughout his entire career has proved agile, adaptable, and has always had the nows to spot an emerging market. Welcome to the podcast, Isan. Thanks very much, mate. How are you? Are you all right? Very, very well, thank you. Very well. Good, good to see that magnificent face again. So let, let's get started. Happy 50th birthday, young yeah, man. Get that in early doors, why don't you? Exactly. <laughs> uh, congr- congratulations again on landing a new role in a, in a pandemic. Um, beginning the conversation, if I may, with leadership and, and hiring, I guess, more recently, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on legal leadership, uh, in particular, in an in-house financial services institution and the startup environment. I imagine, you know, heading up the equities team at Namura quite a few years ago was a very different role to being a general counsel at the likes of AlphaSwap. I mean, has your style changed or have you developed those wonderful leadership traits that are enduring qualities that last over time? Uh, I mean, I think it's, it's a really good question. I, I, I think fundamentally, um, if I break it down in terms of, you know, my view or my take on leadership, it's, it is, it's, it's pretty straightforward in that you know you need to get to a from a to b be it in terms of strategy or a project or 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 whatever it is and and you'll need to engage people to come with you on that journey um and and it's how you engage people that's going to be the nub to whether it's going to be successful or not um and that kind of you know that's how people develop their styles so my style's always been kind of pretty constant over the years and I've, I've, I've had a lot of really bad bosses in legal unfortunately so so when I when I became a boss uh, of people uh, you know it, it's it's a massive responsibility because suddenly you know you go from product in a bank being a product guy to you know managing people and that's a completely different skill set you know so you end up with really good product people who are suddenly given a bunch of people to manage manage their careers and that's not the easiest thing to do it's a diff- difficult transition so i think in a way it's kind of you know i, I developed a style over the, over the years which is i'm quite relational i don't take myself too seriously um you know i like to engage with people and i like, and, and and people will buy into you fundamentally if if, if there are certain traits you can establish and dis- display which are which are traits that they kind of you know believe in and and i think that for me um has has, has worked pretty well um, over the years, you know, a lot of my old teams are still in touch and, you know, you're not going to be in touch with, you know, a boss who is no longer your boss uh, if you don't like your boss for, for whatever reason or you don't respect your boss. So that's worked quite well. It's very different re- hiring into fintechs, I think, because the career paths are very different. You know, as you know very well, you know, banks' career paths are really linear uh, and I worked in banking for a long time and you do end up becoming really focused on the next promotion, so you're all, I, I was a bit of a nightmare to my bosses because I was always banging on the door going, right, okay, what, what's next? What's next? So I was, you know, very, very focused on, you know, being an MD and I was up, up for that the year I left Nomura. Um, but then what happens is you kind of leave somewhere and you think, oh, blimey, you know, I, I've, I've been all these, I spent all these years as a product person uh, and now I need to think about what else to do, which is why I kind of broadened out, uh, you know, in terms of skill set 
which was a deliberate move. I think fintechs are very different because often, you know, in startups, you're the person going in and, you know, you, you have a kind of white paper to almost, you know, it's kind of what I'm doing at the moment. I'm building a global legal and compliance function from scratch, you know, from, yeah. from zero quickly. And um, you need people with the right skill set and the right attitude and aptitude to, 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 to be up for that. So, so if you, you know, fundamentally, it's about kind of learning and doing new things and trying new things and, 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 and effectively taking those opportunities as they come along, which is quite different to banks. I mean, so banks silo people unfortunately in terms of in terms of as you've seen you know you i want an equities yeah. product lawyer who's a structured retail products lawyer you know there'll be loads of junior lawyers out there who can do that job but you know yeah. um that's very 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 specific so yeah so i i think uh, it is different and i tend to look for attitude and aptitude and the kind of ability to say right okay well i haven't done this before but i'm going to give it a go and i'm going to try and be smart around how i do it yeah Indeed. One of the points you touched on, which is really interesting, actually, I, I found, you know, the last 10 years, it's really evolved in terms of law firms looking after the people a lot better. I mean, they're giving greater clarity on partnership. They're giving, you know, greater, you know, awareness around things like mental health, um, things like shared parental leave and the like, and actually trying to convince private practice lawyers to go in-house, especially in the financial services world, has become a lot tougher, I, I suspect, for a lot of legal recruiters. Oh, is do that you right? Think, That's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And do, and do you think, I guess, your exposure to, you know, partners, you know, relationship partners who, you know, who you've instructed, do you find it when you trained and qualified in 2002 to where they are now that they are better at, at looking after their people? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's absolutely key. I mean, you know, the, these jobs are, are, you know, can be really stressful. You know, uh, yeah. in private practice and uh, in house. You know, I, I'm re I'm really interested in the whole the whole career path thing, actually, mate. If I wasn't doing this sort of stuff, I'd be trying to get a job like yours because I do find it fascinating. You know, you get the job, yeah. and then it's kind of okay. Well, now I've got the job. What do I do with this job, and what do I do with my career, and how do I kind of you know, you know, navigate ups and downs and curveballs? And I think. I think people, you know, are realizing now that, you know, if you're a partner at a law firm, you know, you, you do need the team around you for, for you yeah. to be able to bring in business and, 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 uh, and, and actually execute for clients and, and, and looking after those people is really important. So I do think, I mean, I've got relationships with partners that go back quite a long, uh, you know, a long way now. And actually the, the, the stronger one, I think uh, the stronger ones, the ones I get on with very well. And, um, they're, they're the ones that are interested in the welfare and the, uh, of, of their teams generally. So if you know, I don't tend to get on very well with kind of, you know, very autocratic, you know, um, you know, power, power obsessed people. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. You, know, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm just the guy that does legal stuff and I've done it for a while. And <laughs> I, I, I kind of, if someone's kind of, you know, giving me the big chit chat about how they're X, Y, and Z and, you know, blah, 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 I tend to kind of switch off. So the, the, those are the guys that tend to kind of really try and look after their people. And, and, and I think you aren't anything without a team. If you're, if you're, if you're leading yeah. a team, you're nothing without that team. And I think people fundamentally forget that all too quickly. You know, I'm nothing without the team that I'm building yeah. and leading. So, you know, I think that goes for everyone. So I think, yeah, I think it's, um, I, I, I think it's a, a much bigger topic now, especially with especially with COVID. So you know, COVID yeah, I think exactly. has emphasized a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, and um, outside of law, you've got a fantastic and interesting life. But do you have any sort of leadership role models that you've you've looked at, modelled, and, and thought, yeah, he or she knows what they're doing, and I quite like that style. <laughs> yeah, so I quite like um, 
I call, I'm, a, I'm a footy fan, right? And I'm a Man U fan, but I love uh, Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so for me, you know, if I'm going to pick, if I'm going to pick anyone, who I think, yeah, that guy, I think, I mean, I think I always kind of look at sports. You know, it's it's quite, you know, you're a really good player. You end up, you end up with a new boss. He doesn't like you. Leave. You know, there's there's those kind of curveballs that footballers and people have to do, you know, deal with, or sports people have to deal with a lot. Yeah. Klopp to me is just. You know, it's just a fantastic role model because he he's managed to engage the whole of the city. Obviously, he's super successful. You know, he's been yeah. at Dortmund, he's been at Liverpool. You know, he just has that that. Um, I mean, he's really driven, yeah. uh, which is which obviously is fundamental. But if you look at him and the way he interacts, engages with his team, they'll they'll they, they'll run through walls for that guy. So so yeah. how he's managed to do that is for me. That's the key. I mean, you know, I think he, you know, I think he's, I mean, he's a, I'm, I don't like Liverpool, right? But, but what he has achieved there, fundamentally because of who he is, is, is incredible. So I, I, I look at him and think, yeah, you're, you're, you're the man. I mean, he is the man. So we'll see you in a tracksuit uh, next yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I t- t- totally agree. But let's, let's not digress too far. Let's put in the, the hiring manager hat back on. You call me next week for a five-year qualified banking finance lawyer to do some of your vanilla flow work. What are you looking when you hire now? And, and has that changed over the last 10 years? Yeah, I mean, it's not really changed. So I'm not, you know, I'm not really, a, and, and this, would, this, is, this is not right or wrong. It's a different, people have different approaches. So I'm not necessarily the, I need someone from Linky's, you know, or Slaughter's, a five-year PQE, blah, 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 you know, that, all that stuff, which is, Actually, a lot. Of st- I had to deal with a lot of that when I was starting out, and, and, and I had a lot of people saying to me, "Look, mate, you, you should give up on all this because you you don't have the background to get into where you're trying to get into." Um, which I totally understand as well. So I'm not really looking for that. What I tend to look for is is kind of you know where they've been working. So if I need someone on a trading floor, I'll be looking for someone that you know has worked maybe on a trading floor before and, and understand the kind of dynamics of of, of that. Uh, of that job in terms of how to interact with the business. I, I like really commercial. If you talk to anyone who knows me in the market, they won't say to, to, to you, oh, he's a phenomenal technical lawyer. They will say, yeah, well, he, he's, he's okay, but actually he's better at the other stuff. Um, I've definitely heard that you. quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, of course you have. Um, and uh, <laughs> so have I. <laughs> but yeah, so, so I tend to look for people that can understand the business, you know, pretty commercial, pretty pragmatic. The, the, the kind of willingness to take on new things and responsibilities and take ownership and be accountable. And effectively, what, if I have a style, I like to give people opportunities. So, so, you know, what I will do is say, look, you know, I can see that you're pretty good at this. I've got an opportunity for you, for you to do this. I present it in a way which benefits me and, 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 the, and the kind of the individual. And what I'm looking for is someone to go, yeah, okay, I'm taking that and I'm, I'm running with it hard. And, and, and that's what I'm, I, I tend to, to, to look for. I'm looking for all the, all the soft, uh, not all the time, I mean, obviously the technical skills, but also the, uh, which I'll question them on, but I'm looking for a kind of level of engagement. It's a two-way conversation. So, you know, I want to hear from them in terms of what their career aspirations are, you know, what they want to be doing with their, with their careers, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I'm looking to be able to help them maybe. So for me, the, 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 you know, a good outcome would be someone joins, and this has happened to me a few times, someone joins the firm, uh, you know, works for me. I, I always want it to be a really positive experience at all levels. So you get a lot of stuff about kind of, you know, all personal branding and all that. So for me, it has to be, you know, I want it to be a positive experience. And then they leave after two or three years because they find something really good. 
you know, they'll leave my blessing. I'll say, you know, great, you know, well done. You know, it, there won't be any kind of, I, I want to kind of develop people and, and push people. So I'm looking for people that want to go on that kind of, you know, sounds cliche, but go on that journey in a, in a way and, and, and take the opportunities they're given and not kind of say, well, it's not my bag that it's a new area. So I'll just stick to what I know, which you, which I think does happen in um, some of the big banks just because people aren't managed in that way. So does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think it, it goes to your earlier point around attitude and aptitude and also think that, um, you know, generally good leaders, leaders, you know, hire people who are better at better things than them. And, yeah. you know, and you can be a good general around, especially in the roles that you've occupied and, and currently occupy. Because if, as you say, you're going to find a potentially better technical lawyer in a DCM, ECM securitization or a, um, outsourcing piece, you know, hire them to you know save your costs mitigate the risk and so on and so forth but yeah i, I think definitely make makes sense it is very very sound advice and i mean it brings me to my next question we had um we had a lovely dinner eight years ago uh we had a private equity and uh, partner round table at i remember yeah yeah finally remember and yeah. i remember you and i we spoke at length um just about how i guess at that point in time 2012 you know how uncommercial uncommercial junior lawyers were you know they're indoctrinated in their own world and hadn't really taken time out to read the news are, are you finding a more savvier breed in in 2020 yeah definitely definitely i mean i think i might be moaning to you about one specific uh, stuff yeah, i yeah. seen when i was in the middle <laughs> i was like basically sort of you know bending your ear but yeah, yeah i mean that again i mean the the, the breed the, the, the people that i meet now who are kind of pretty uh pretty junior are super sad they're doing all the stuff that it's taken there's one or two people that have contacted me on linkedin and said look you know i i, I want a mentor and i don't know why they contacted me mate but i mean they've <laughs> seen your career and you know like you know would you be able to help and um they're super savvy they're super mm. savvy about all the stuff that's taken me years to work out how to do. Some, some, some of these, uh, you know, p p kids are doing now, you know, they're going out, they're finding a network, they're, they're kind of getting to know people in the markets, they're, you know, very hyper commercial, and they're looking to pick up different experiences. Um, yeah. Which I think, you know, if you're looking at y y career longevity, part of my driver has been one thing I've been quite good at, I guess, objectively, is I've been quite good at bouncing back from curveballs and, and and trying to find a way a bit of, 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 of obtaining kind of career longevity which is which is you know partly explains the move into fintech from banking right well i moved in pretty late um and some of these people they're already thinking about that they're already thinking about how they that, how they want to get to this point and, and 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 looking at different ways they can get it which is you know very very different from I think, again, it's a management. I think partly it's down to if you're managed by someone that kind of wants to ha have you in a box doing, you know, three things for the rest of your career, then it's going to be very difficult for you to get out of that box unless you find a new job or you find a new manager, right? Um, so so yeah. I think in that, the situation I was moaning to you about was, was exactly that, where I couldn't understand why this, I think this individual was just being given lots of really mundane she was super bright and, and just given all these mundane tasks and wasn't, she wasn't really doing very much to, 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 to kind of, you know, change that dynamic. Whereas some of the yeah. people I see now are, are completely different. And there's a lot of really good resource out there. Man. I mean, it, there's a ton of information. There is a kind of community on the likes of LinkedIn where people will say, look, I've got a training contract. You haven't, I can help you try and work out how to get there. There's, there's all that really good stuff. So there's this super savviness. People have, side hustles and other projects you know it's it's yeah. it's really interesting right so i think it's it's different now it's very different now because i think it's a competitive 
it's always been competitive yeah. but it's super competitive now right so i do see a difference yeah yeah and I, I, without trying to make any harsh you know um generation generalizations i think that what i've seen definitely over the last five years is probably a more corporate socially responsible junior lawyer come through you know yeah. as you t- talk about side hustles you know charities volunteering yeah. um you know just a lot more um uh, maybe a lot more time uh maybe a lot yeah. more considered yeah. and i think this is a generation that we're, we're we're growing up in now and i think that some of the cvs that come through to our um inbox during the week are unbelievable in terms of the not only the academics and the talent and the law firm experience but you know everything they're doing outside of their day-to-day yeah. is is amazing and it's a real credit i think to to a millennial gen x generation coming through that they they can look and do those things as well yeah i agree and i, and I think you know I, i'm quite old school i'm an old duffer but you know and and, and pe- people are you know will sometimes go i just don't understand these people how are they you know how are they doing 15 different things at the same time you know? but but um you know i mean fair play i think it's amazing that they can they can they can kind of millennials or whoever if you've got 15 different interests and you can do all of them and you can manage to make it work for you then you know all all the better i think you know i think it makes for a really rounded individuals who and maybe that leads to the point in terms of that savviness because you know you you, i think you do need a certain amount of kind of savviness to survive sometimes and 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 work your way through so uh, yeah i agree i mean i i I, again it took me a long time to start once I put in some hard yards and then started doing some of the stuff I really like doing outside of work, you know, like, you know, charitable stuff and whatnot, you know, and, and now doing mentoring and but that took me a long time. So I think, it, I think it's great that people are doing that now. And it's interesting you say that actually it's, uh, it's, it, yeah. it's interesting. Going back to a couple of um, points here around the, the bounce back ability that you've had, you know, you trained and qualified in 2002, which was a crazy busy time you know for the five years thereafter you then work for you know some of the leading investment banks post crash uh and i guess for the last five or six years you know you've really remodeled reshaped your career into a fintech startup gc guru in a in a pandemic for want of a better description what i mean what's been the key to your adaptive adaptability and resilience over the last 20 years i think it's uh you know uh, uh, you know, look, everyone needs. Everyone's got plans, right? You have plans, uh, and you think, oh, you know, I have. A, especially, lawyers like to have plans as well. You know, like I'll do this, and I'll have this linear, and I'll do X, Y, and Z. Uh, you know, those plans can go out the window really quickly. Um, you know, and that can happen through kind of external circumstances. So, you know, it's it, you know, you have to really, I think, just be super flexible and and super adaptable. And and you know, at Namura, you know, I was finally, you know, at that stage where I was going to get to where I needed to get to in terms of being an MD. And then they shut that business down, the shut equities down. Yeah. In two sixteen, yeah. so you're kind of one moment you're kind of. Oh yeah, you know it's all going going really well. Next next moment, you're kind of out the door with two thousand people thinking, "Oh blimey, what do I do next?" You know, and, and I think it's a really good saying, an African saying, "No condition is permanent." And I think I that's a that, that's a, a thing for me. It's like, look, you may have a job one day and you may not have a job the next. So, you know, don't assume you're going to have a job forever with the same employer. And you need to start think. When the mirror happened, I started to think about longevity, and I started yeah. to think, you know, fundamentally, I'm an old product guy in a bank. So the only way I can get another job in, in, in a bank um, is, is fundamentally to be a product guy at a bank. And, I, and, and for me, I, I thought that was a pretty risky place to be. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I broadened out and did a lot of regulatory work, tried some different things, spoke to a lot of people, and then got the op- when, when the opportunity to go and work for a startup 
presented itself. I mean, I took it because I just thought this is going to be a phenomenal experience and it may work out, it may not work out, but let's just do it and see what happens. So I think, you know, I have a bit of a risk appetite, maybe with some difference, a bit, some, some lawyers, uh, because yeah. I didn't think, well, I'll do this for the next five years. Um, and so I think that kind of flexibility and, uh, and being adaptable and just thinking about, you know, the longevity of your career and how you can pick up those skills and then learn and improve and continue to develop yourself, I think is for me, it's been a fundamental. So the gig I'm doing now, I've never done this before. And part of me yeah. thinks, whoa, you know, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, and part of me thinks, whoa, you know, what am I doing? This is great. So, you know, for me, you know, you have to pick, I think, the things that you like doing. And I find this whole you know, new businesses start. I'm, it's, a, it's a business within a business what I'm doing at the moment. Um, but, you know, that, that is just a phenomenal experience. So what I tend to do is pick up experiences as I go along. And then as long as they're additive, and, yeah. you know, then, then, I'm happy, then, I, then I'm happy with that. So, yeah, be flexible and, 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 and adaptable. And, you know, it's not always going to work out the way you think. And when it doesn't, you need to think about what to do next sort of thing would be my... Yeah, uh, and obviously... Yeah, and obviously... Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic insight. Um, to still a Jurgen Klopp, you know, phrase from <laughs> rockstar football to rockstar lawyer. So yeah, it's making sure that you can adapt, adapt and change. And yeah. Um, going back, you know, during the pandemic, obviously reflecting over the career, you know, I, I remember speaking to you on the phone a few weeks ago, and what an unbelievable time you're having with your little one. And has that also the, the pandemic and not working for a period of time, has that given you a greater sense of perspective and actually thinking about the next, you know, scarily, the next 10 to 20 years about what's important? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's been an amazing, you know, I've, I, I get, I've got a really good relationship with the Nipper and, and um, you know, I'm, lucky, I'm very lucky. You know, I've got a great family and, you know, we all get on really well and we kind of have the old argy bars with any families. But it's, it's amazing. So actually, it was kind of almost like, wow, this is an incredible time. We're all together. And we had just had the best. It's like having two 11-year-olds in the house. He's 11. And then I'm kind of like a big kid. So, you know, we're a lot on the PlayStation and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I suppose, you know, it does, it did start to make me reflect a little bit because I've kind of, you know, I've, I've worked long hours like lots of other people in the, you know, in, in, in my life. And, and, and he was super pleased to have me at home. Um, and, and it does tend to, I think a lot of beneficial things have come out of, of the pandemic for some people, not all people, but some people. For me, it was the, the, the chance to spend some time with family and actually refocus a little bit because you do end up yeah. kind of running around and what's the next thing work was. I mean, work is a big part of who I am, actually. I remember saying to my financial advisor 20 years ago, I want to stop at 50. I'm 50 now, as you, as you mentioned earlier on. And if you said to you me, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's that, that kind of, right? You know, yeah. it's like if you say to me, "Look, dude, you got to stop now," I would be, I would be absolutely. There's no, I've got too much gas in the tank to to, to sort of want to stop and quit and you know go and do something else. So I think it for me, it's kind of re reset me a little bit. But also, you know, that that time you get with your your, your family and your your friends and that kind of there's been a, a spirit, I think, of togetherness in some ways with uh, with with lockdown. You know, people can looking out for each other, and that's been ex incredibly beneficial. And also, the kind of what's important. You know, I'm I'm more Uniqlo than Prada, so I'm not good. I'm not a massive materialistic <laughs> sort of guy, right? But you know, fundamentally, do you really need all the stuff that you, that you, that you're buying? All that you know that. Are, so I had a bit of a reset on all of that as well, and now I'm actually back in a. Uh, a, a job which is five days a week in an office 
funnily yeah. enough, which is which is quite unusual for for for, for these circumstances. Um, he was gutted when I suddenly toddled off because I've been around for such a long time, you know, just farting around with him. So so it's been an adjustment, but it actually, you know, it's 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 lovely to spend some quality time, you know, with with your friends and family if you can. So it's kind of yeah, it's kind of reset me in a little way. And 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 yeah, it's a like it's a it's a twenty year stint and I I kind of don't think that's not, I don't feel that. I don't feel like I've done twenty years. I feel like I've just started and it's like wow crikey i'm an old proper old duffer now so uh, yeah <laughs> what happened good man yeah exactly uh last question I, I think the evolving nature of the relationship between an in-house general counsel and you know a law firm is always a fascinating one what as a consumer of you know law firm services have you found that relationship change over the last few years at all yeah i mean there's look the thing is there's all these other service providers now that are popping up you know there's the, there's like a massive you know, se- selection of people offering amazing sort of products. If you're going to, if we're going to describe me as a consumer, so yeah, back in the day, I needed a secondi. I kind of you know tap tap the law firm up and say, can you get me a secondi? Now there's kind of law, there's providers that will say, look, we're offering. Yeah, yeah, that, that's incredible for for someone like me who I might need a you know a paralegal for for three months or and not necessarily be committed in. So the 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 guys I think are the law firms that will do really well that you know or do are doing well are the ones that kind of understand the relationships you know and understand that their their clients are going through tough times and 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 so you know putting the call and see how they're doing and i think there's been a lot of that from what i hear has been missing which i think is you're missing a trick there if you if you're not doing that so yeah 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 good, good man all right i'm going to finish up with a quick game of word association uh, i'm going to throw some names nouns verbs at you and you just got to come back with me with a one word answer if that's right yeah sure sure uh, jurisprudence <laughs> uh um knowledge fintech exciting ministry of sound oh joy joy law uh interesting very good thank you sir uh, it's been unbelievable. Thank you very much for your precious time and invaluable right. input and advice. Um, as I said, all the best in your role. I, I understand you're about to go off on holiday with the, with the family, so I, I won't keep you any further. But, yeah, thank you very much for being the first guest on our inaugural Leadership Lessons uh, on the Robert Walters podcast. Thanks, man. I hope it was useful, and uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Cheers. Thanks very much, man.